Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? Or do you really know what you're talking about? It's reset time. Here we are at the end of our run. Um, yes, yeah, it's special. Here we go. But how special is it? Because well, it's today, special for us because it's been a while, isn't it? It's been <laughs> ten us. days without talking. Oh. Yes, yeah. And and here we are. Oh, we're back. We're going to talk yeah. about Cybermen now. Of course, the last time we talked about the Cybermen was the 1970s Cybermen, and the yes. last time we saw the Cybermen in Doctor Who, it was. Revenge of the Cyberman, was it not? It certainly was, yeah, which, um, so that was 75, so, and this is 82, so seven, it took me a long time to work out, so seven years since, I mean, mo it has to be said, most of the audience probably had forgotten the Cybermen. We hadn't, though, because, no. um, you know, Cybermen lived on in comic book form, didn't they, in the Doctor Who weekly and yeah, monthly. Well, yeah, the, the Cybermen had always been a presence and when they I mean this is after this and this could sort of explain it a little bit obviously at Longley in 83 when they did the uh, which story do you want on video first and everyone voted for Team of Cybermen but it, it showed that I think the Cybermen so, certainly had had a lot of appeal I think as much as the Daleks I'm not sure but um, certainly their comeback was a big thing. I can remember it the first time round. Um, and as soon as you see it, it's like Cybermen, and it was great. It was really good. It's like Cybermen are back. Mm -hmm. um, they've, they've been away for like, oh, cats just jumped on my lap. They've been away for a long time. Ah, the cat's walking over their keyboard. Sorry. Do not disconnect him. Yeah. Perhaps she doesn't, uh, doesn't agree with Cybermen being good. Um, Oh, what has she done now? No, I'm I can I'm still, still hear you, yeah, so good. you're all right. Yeah, my, my screen went very funny. Um, well, what were we saying? Yeah, the segment, so, been a long time away. Uh, your average, I mean, certainly your average um, younger audience member would have forgot, you know, probably wouldn't have even known them. I mean, there, there could have been people watching that had never seen the segment on telly. Could you envisage a, uh, a a season where they could have slotted in um, with, with later Tom stories? I reckon so. Um, I think it, I, I would love to have seen season 17 Sidemen just to see how they would have done it with zero budget. Mm -hmm. That would have been fun. Do you reckon they would have just dug out the wet suit? I think so, ones? yeah. And they would have been tatty as yeah. heck, wouldn't they? Yeah, it, that would have been... Really interesting, I think. Um, but um, I, I wonder why they went away for so long. Because it's a from the P, from the BBC's point of view, it's quite a, an economical monster, isn't it? Because you just hire a few extras, mm -hmm. bung them in a suit. It's not like a Dalek where you've got to have people trained to to use them. So I wonder why they didn't 
why they disappeared for so long after it, it wasn't a, they didn't have a disagreement with kit peddler did he Poss still have you know control been, over their yeah. use maybe i don't it could know have been a rights issue. that would explain a lot um i know like terrence sticks used to bemoan the sidemen didn't he that basically where they didn't get a uh, run in john Perter's one because the production crew didn't like them thought they were boring um but yeah i wonder if you're right whether it was a, a legal issue mm. because I just don't understand why because it was a big thing wasn't it whenever you got a Dalek story you'd, you'd get a, a big push of publicity and the ratings would go up um, and the Sidemen I think were the same well, I did read that, yeah, John Nathan Turner wanted them back because, you yeah. know, bringing back the Daleks was, you know, a big publicity thing. So um, let's let's have another classic one. And uh, and that's why we got what we got. Yeah, because we, we got the Daleks back and we got the Sontarans back. Um, we didn't get the Ice Warriors back. But I think certainly Daleks and Sidemen are the big two, aren't they? They are well. When you think back, but you know, I'm, I mean, I, we've been doing this podcast long enough now. I've, I've, I've really had to reevaluate Cybermen, um, and, and we'll talk about that when we reach the end of this. Yes. Yeah. What could be an epic podcast today? So we'll kick things off then with Earthshock. Doctor Patrick, that thing caught me. Where's Nissa? She's safe, she's in Who the time. Who is this woman? An earthling, no one of consequence. It's a lot. Be quiet. She's one of your crew. In a manner of speaking. I see the Time Lords have emotional feelings. Of sorts. Surely a great weakness in one so powerful. Emotions have their uses. They restrict and curtail the intellect and logic of the mind. They also enhance life. When did you last have the pleasure of smelling a flower, watching a sunset, eating a well-prepared meal? These things are irrelevant. For some people, small, beautiful events is what life is all about. You have affection for this woman? She's a friend. And you do not consider friendship a weakness? I do not. Kill her. Now, do you remember watching this for the first time? Did you know when you watched the first episode the cliffhanger ending did you know no didn't didn't know so went into this completely blind um i mean fair dues to jnt turned down a uh, radio times cover because mm -hmm. you want and isn't it lovely back in the day when a producer would want to keep some secrets to to surprise the fans in a nice way yeah now we get everything you you if, if earthshock was released now you'd have had all the magazine show and how they were built all the plot points it was lovely to go into it, but I, I can remember watching the first episode and thinking, this is a bit good, this, I like this. Um, enjoying the, the sort of the macho-ness, the, the direction, enjoying that. And then it gets to the end, and that shot just works beautifully, you know, where it recognises, goes on recognises the Doctor, cuts to the Cybermen. And I remember thinking, oh, and I remember my dad going, oh, Cybermen, and... Yeah, it was a lovely moment. See, like, I don't I, remember I watch it. The next episode. Yeah, but yeah. I don't remember that moment. I don't remember yeah, watching it, and I Did don't. You watch it, though? Did I, you I do it? wonder whether maybe I. I know I watched Earthshock, but I don't remember the shock of that. So I, I do. You don't watch episode one. That's what I'm thinking, and maybe at some point it's like, oh, oh, the the latest story is a Cyberman one, and then I came back for later episodes. Maybe that's what happened. I don't know. Did you? Uh, you might have come back for episode two because you you knew Ben Reed was in it. 
Oh, well, you know what a fan yeah. I am. Oh, yeah. Always well, have been. Yeah. He used, to, he used to run the uh, Delmarie fan club, didn't Yeah. <laughs> but, because, yeah. <laughs> this story, I mean, it is good in that there's yes, no... You, you know, you've just got the usual... It starts with the usual shenanigans in a quarry with these people who've got nice helmets. Shame about the paint yeah, masks. Um, it's, I, I, they, didn't, they didn't use them, did they? Because they, they were going to use them in the studio in the caves, but they realised, A, it covered the actors' faces, and B, it looked, they, well, they say it looked too scary, which is the classic thing of, mm-hmm. it looked a bit naff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, 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 the start of this, yeah, you think it's going to be a run-of-the-mill um, sort of story. Uh, but it's, it's, I mean, it's enjoyable anyway. It's quite, they're obviously aiming a little bit at, uh, uh, you know, at, at the trying to get season one a bit of action into it. Because so far, we, Davison season one was a bit highbrow, wasn't it? A bit, there wasn't a lot of, of shooty shooty bang bang going mm. on. Um, and I can remember, I'd said before, it, it was the visitation that. For me, I went, oh, okay, Doctor Who's back. This is what I remember, historical, mm. all oh, great. And then this one, you know, I don't think, it's, I think it was Kind of in between or something like that. Um, and then got to this one and I thought, oh, sci-fi. Oh, yes, good. Yeah, I like this. This is, uh, uh, th- this is, this is going to be enjoyable. Um, interesting as well that it feels very, very Aliens-esque. Well, that definitely. I mean, this. But, yeah, pre- this is pre-aliens. It, it predates aliens, but yeah, these are basically colonial marines, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. So I think I think you know, uh, I think um, James Cameron must have been <laughs> must have been watching this program BBC One on a Monday night, probably <laughs> you know, waiting for something else, going to turn over to Crossroads. But yeah, it feels very very ahead of its time. This one, mm. um, a good story. Good acting in parts. Oh, there is in, one in part parts. that is not good yeah. acting. Right, there's a couple, I think, in this. Um, well, there's one right here, you yeah. know, when they're yes. in that quarry, and that's that bloody annoying woman who's, like, me- meant to be a miner, although you don't believe yeah. for one second that she's a miner. She's a, she's a massive plank well, of wood. In, she's got to be in a service. She's got to be a miner. Um, yeah, she's, she's not great. Um... You almost think, oh, I wish she'd got killed instead of the others in the, the group. Um, yeah, because because like Scott, the leader, the troopers, they're all great. Peter Davison's finally sort of realised how he's going to play the Doctor, and he's great. Even Adric isn't that annoying in this one. Um, there's there's the usual sort of um, on the nose bits, like when they see the dinosaur. Bones, just nicely laid out on the wall. Oh, that's really rubbish. That's not how fossils work. Yeah. It's not um, a wall relief. Yeah, and there's very much a, a nudge, nudge, wink, wink at the camera when the doctor says, uh, I don't know how what killed them. I must find out one day. I think everyone watching went, yeah, I think it's going to end with the... How, I don't know how, but it's going to end with the destruction of the, of the dinosaurs. Yeah, I've um, written clunky yeah. talk about their extinction. Because yes, it is yeah. usually it's like it oh we're going to find out yeah. why the dinosaurs yeah yeah um, and there is a there is a sort of Adric argument that just goes on for too long doesn't it in episode one mm. um, but yeah then, then the the troopers turn up they immediately classic who they think the doctors involved you know want to execute him and that and then these um, 
we've seen them killing uh, people in the dark, we, we assume, and then these two androids appear. And at that point, I remember thinking, oh, what if this is the villain, this is terrible. It's just a couple of people in leotards. Um, but what I did like when they start having the fight, I prefer the original, you know, they re-upped the special effects for the DVD. Mm. I prefer the original laser, stripey lasers. I thought they were great as a kid. It was like, oh, that's just, I love that. And the sounds, the sounds are great. It sounds like a ping pong ball down a tube. Yeah, but that, didn't they use that for a Dalek gun effect Possibly, yeah. later on in maybe the Sylvester times, McCoy yeah. ones? I do question why the Cybermen have created these androids. Why not just have Cybermen there? Well, I think uh, I, you've hit a good point, and we will. And you know, you said we have to reevaluate last time, and you're reevaluating the same. I think looking through these stories, um, the actual plots as in the Cyberman's my Cyberman plans make no sense whatsoever. These are meant to be logical creatures that that, you know, they've removed emotions, they're very emotional. They uh, they follow logic, but their plans are not logical. Because I don't understand how any of this is gonna work. Well, I've always assumed, it, it was only watching it this time, I thought, you know, when we have this POV shot and they spot the Doctor and we get the cliffhanger ending of episode one, destroy them, destroy them at once, I thought the Cybermen were behind the hatch. Yeah, but they're not. I, they're I on the freighter, same, aren't yeah. they? I thought the same thing. Are they going to, this is the Cybermen base, they're going to open the hatch and... And then it's, no, the Cybermen are on the freighter approaching Earth with the Cyber Army. There's a... a, a Earth has basically got a defence thing around it so the Cybermen can't attack. But there's going to be a conference by all the other uh, creatures that the Cybermen are threatened to make an anti-Cybermen alliance uh, on Earth. So they've, they've managed to get to Earth somehow. Past that blockade. Bomb, yeah, past the blockade. Plant a bomb that could destroy the planet. That's a good bomb, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's going to destroy the planet. But then they leave the two, uh, the two um, androids guarding it. The two androids get destroyed and the Doctor deactivates the bomb. So the Cybermen then go, well, luckily our, our uh, invasion army was on the way anyway. That's handy. That's handy, yeah. But what, what was their plan? So say, say it would have worked. The bomb goes off, so the, the conference takes place, the bomb goes off, destroys it all. Mm -hmm. What was the army going to do? And I'm presuming at that point, the, uh, Beryl Reed, she goes, oh, the Earth's been destroyed. No, I'll carry on delivering, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's a very, very strange plan. Yeah. Um, luckily, you don't, it's what another one of those where while you're watching it, you don't think about it because you're just enjoying it. But when you think about it after, it's like, this is, they're crackers, the Cybermen. What are I your, think that's your, true of all of their stories in the 80s. Oh, blimey. Um, what do you think, your initial thoughts on, on, on this new look, this new I, revamped? I loved it. I, I thought it was amazing. Um, it, we look back on it now and we sort of, you can see what it is. And that, but up till then, this was like, this was high-tech stuff. They looked great. You know, we were used to tail end Tom Baker you know, where the budget just won't stretch. So I remember loving these things. It was great. And I remember um, 
I can't remember which convention it was, but talking to uh, Richard Gregory and that, and he's talking to him saying, I come from Oxford, and he, he bought the suits from the Oxford Your old army yeah, surplus yeah, store, army wasn't it, surplus, that you used yeah. to go in? Because <laughs> he, he was down in Whitney, to where his company was, so yeah, he just trolled down there, bought these pressurised flight suits, which at the time looked amazing. I mean, now they've been used to death in everything. Yes. You know, but, but yeah, he just picked them up, used them as the basis. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure on the uh, chest unit, shoulder unit combined. I can see why they did it, but I'm not sure. Not. I used to like the separate. <laughs> it doesn't look functional. That, that in in some of the stories you see them on uh, side on, and you can tell that the chest yeah, plate doesn't do anything. Yeah. It's just hanging there. Yeah. Um, you say it was, you know, a new look and everything, but of course, you know, back in the time, moon boots were yeah. a new thing. You look at those moon boots now and you kind of yeah. like wince a bit, don't you? It's the equivalent of in Ark in Space with the uh, the bubble wrap, in it? You look at them now and it's like, oh. Yeah. 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 Moon boots. Probably they, because, yeah, they were new. I never owned a pair myself. I never, never liked the look of them. But, yeah, they were, like, the latest thing, weren't they? And, yeah. And yeah. I suppose it sort of makes sense. Um, I loved, absolutely loved, it didn't last very long, but I loved the silver chin. So you could see the chin moving behind. I thought that was a, a lovely touch to show. Yeah, these, you know, these aren't just robots. Yeah, we've, we, we've run down old J&T quite a bit over, yeah. uh, uh, over the course of this show. But yeah, no, I mean, it, it was a good idea of his not to have them on, on the Radio Times. It was a good yeah. idea for him to have in the Radio Times the following week that Adric was in it to put people off the scent that he, he wasn't in it. And it was his idea to have the clear jaw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I, I I think up till 80, about 83, J&T, if he'd have left after the 20th season, he would be remembered now as one of the best producers mm. that he had. And the stuff he was doing up till then, I think there was definitely more hits than misses and he had a good eye for it and, and you but all the stuff you can see the embryo like the bell reed cast and things yeah. like that you can see the it was on its way it. wasn't yeah, it, it was on its way um but up till then yeah i think he's, he's made all the right decisions in this this story um eric sayward i mean i'm not a, as you know i'm not a huge fan of his writing style but for this particular one works perfectly mm. um even though it is muddled, but they all are. All the cyber stories going forwards are muddled. Um, but yeah, it, I think it was a, a, a standout moment for the show. Mm. Um, mm. This, this this beginning of episode two, where we see yeah. the Cybermen and we're looking at them thing. Um, on the one hand, I like it because you know this story's got an awful lot of Martin Bauer work in it yes, you know yeah, my, right. my, my he made, made the cyber guns didn't he? he made the cyber guns he made the other guns he made the cyber scope this thing that they're yeah. using to actually see what the androids are using he made the TARDIS toolbox um, so that's really good but and I've got to factor this in when we get to voting on these stories I don't like David Banks I, yeah, I, I he's yeah. he, he's a big flaw in these stories for me well, this this was the introduction of David Banks and Mark Hardy, wasn't it, as the cyber con, cyber not the controller, uh, cyber, the cy cyber leader and the cyber, cyber lieutenant, leader, yeah. yeah. yeah cyber uh, and yeah, I I I think he work, I think they both work fine in this story, but I do think it was a mistake. I can again, I can see what they were aiming at in the 
if you bring the same people back, they know what they're doing. You haven't got to waste time trying to explain the concepts to them. They know how to do it. And I thought, I think he brought that to it, but it became very boring. It's just pantomime yeah. to me. You yes. know, the whole excellent and the hands in fist all the time and the, his cadence, the, yeah. the, 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 his stupid emphasising on the wrong words, his... It, no, it's just really annoying, and yeah, if yeah. if there's the, no Christopher Robin, is he? No, no. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, if 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 we had a different actor playing the next, yeah. you know, cyber yeah, leader, a bit of variety, be. but yeah. it's him every bloody time from now on. Well, it, it's surprising when you because when we look back and go, okay, what stories? And there's only four appearances in the eighties, aren't there? Well, apart from um, dimensions in time, but yeah, I don't right, think right, should right, we dwell right, on that. Um, <laughs> that didn't happen. That was a te- that was a parallel universe. Um, yeah, but but this, these sidemen, this design, this thing, dominated, um, to my mind, the eighties. It was like every other story is a sideman story. They constantly, and I think it's because they they were in the comic strip. And I have to say, this particular design in John Ridgway's artwork in the strip, amazing, works so well. Um, and I, I, I think that's why I picture it. They were sort of everywhere, but they're not really. Uh, but yeah, Mark, Mark Hardy and um, David Banks, I think they sort of work it. I agree with what you say about David Banks' uh, very, very over-the-top physical performance. I wonder how much of that was he was overacting because he thought he had a mask on. Yeah. Because, of course, the other thing we, we need to mention here, this is the... Uh, unusual. I know they did it in Revenge for practical reasons, but it was unusual to have the performer do the voice. Yes, live um, on the set. Live, and I know they had huge problems because they did. They the modulators were inside the the helmet, and several times in this, someone stood close by, like Peter Davison. They start getting modulated as yes. well because they're yeah. picked up on the mic. So I'm not entirely sure that worked particularly well. Um, but yeah, it is a. You're right. It is a pan, pantomime performance. I think it works fine in this one. It gradually grates. I mean, when we talk about the five doctors, oh man, I've got problems with that. But I think it sort of works. We got the classic uh, sort of exchange between the doctor and uh, Sidemen. But the thing that annoys me with this, and it, it's sort of true of most Sidemen stories, is. They constantly badger on about having no emotions while they're showing yes, tons of emotions. Tons of emotions, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, th- this cyber leader says that yeah. he knows the TARDIS. I know yes, this machine. Know yeah. <laughs> so is... So, <coughs> I mean, they, they're not the Borg. They're not a collective consciousness. This is a cyber leader from a previous yes. story. Now, is that yeah, an unseen story, one. or is he the cyber leader? He can't be the cyber leader from Revenge of the Cybermen, can he? Um, I don't think so, unless he's changed quite a bit. He's I mean, an he might, upgrade. Perhaps he was a trooper and got upgraded. I mean, they do... Would they have archives? Like, I mean, we find out... I mean, it's New Who. We find out that they're cyber files, don't we? Like, mm. the next Doctor. Um, but he, he acts like he's actually... He knew the Doctor. Yeah. Um, it does, of course, lead to the classic clip sequence, which is just, I remember, like, just watching the telly slack-jawed at that point. Because we, you didn't get flashbacks in Doctor Who. 
No, is this the first time it was ever properly acknowledged, yeah, the past of the so. show? Yeah, because you occasionally would get, like, in Chapman's time when they would, the Doctor would go, oh, I'll show you the evil of the Daleks and fill a gap. But, yeah, you you don't get flashbacks. Did we actually, uh, did we have flashbacks in Brain of Morbius when he has his mind battle? Or that was just uh, stills, wasn't it? That was it? just still images, yeah. Yeah. I think that the reason you generally didn't get footage, I think the only one, the only time we did... What, oh, did we get any in Day of the Daleks? No, that was still images. Um, oh, there were some Drashigs in um, Planet of the Spiders, wasn't there? Yes, yeah. But this is the first different Doctor flashback, definitely. Um, if anyone knows differently and we've technically forgotten it, let us know. But, yeah. And, and again, this is... This sets in motion... The fact that oh the fans love to see nostalgia and it, it gets trailed on layer and layer yeah. and layer going forwards, flashback after flashback. Oh, you met the Brigadier, flashback. You met this guy, flashback, because JNT at that point was pandering to the fans. Ian Levine was on there. You know he was going to conventions. He realised conventions where they treated him like a god. Um, yeah. So, but this this is. This was magical because we we just didn't get it and to see it, and it's like, oh my god, this mm. is amazing, really good, and again, classic, um, classic sort of clips, you know, the the tin soldiers skulking about in a yeah. worn out spaceship from Tom, um, and then he mentions the tombs and so man, it's obviously not a clip from that. It's like, Whoa. Lots of fans will be gnashing their teeth over this. Um, but yeah, they realise that they realise it's the Doctor, even though he's changed, and they order the uh, the, the robots to kill him. Um, we get this lovely battle, um, where again, I'm I'm not entirely sure about the future of the planet's uh, military, when it always takes the Doctor to say, "Concentrate your fire." Yes. Yeah. yeah a fairly obvious military tactic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they destroy it, uh, disarm the bomb, as we said. And uh, the doc- I think does does the doctor at that point realise it's a cyber bomb? No, 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 d- no not yet. <laughs> no. no, no, no. It's not until he sees the wounds or what killed That's the it. people. Is yes. I've I've seen wounds like this uh, before. Right, yeah, the end of the of uh, episode. Two, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Before we get to the end of episode two, we got more Martin Bauer work because he built that space station. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like. Um, I hadn't really noticed before, but obviously the BBC haven't got the budget to make this big, you know, hold of the freighter. It's it's a miniature built by yeah. Martin Bauer, and it's a bloody good one as yeah, it well. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, um, all the stuff on the freighter looks really good, except um, for. <laughs> Up on the bridge, we get Briggs, don't we, and yeah. her Nostromo crew. They are so yeah. hard trying to do a Nostromo-style yeah. look and gritty, feel to this. Yeah, space truckers, gritty. You can't do it with a BBC camera set up and overhead lighting. It's or Beryl Reed in an yeah. orange wig and makeup. Why, you... why is the captain of this space freighter wearing makeup? Because um, it's Beryl Reed. She, I love the stories where Peter Davison sort of says that she had no clue what was going on. <laughs> she would do, t- deliver a line and then turn to him and go, "What am I saying?" I don't know she what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know why I don't know why you cast Beryl Reed, other than it's the first of the stunt cast. Gets you in the paper, I suppose. Yeah. But Beryl Bloody Reed. Yeah, it. I suppose I suppose the the first was probably Michael Robbins, wasn't it? In Visitation. Yeah. You know, because yeah. he was like on the buses. But Michael Robbins, of course, brilliant actor. You know, unfortunately, just remembered for on the buses. But Beryl Reed. I know she started off acting, but she, but at this point she was sort of more associated with, you know, bloody uh, songs on Sunday and things like that, wasn't it? She was a yeah. presenter. Put her on uh, blankety blank. We'll yeah. wheel her out for blankety blank. That's the sort of level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, do you remember Belle Reed? Um, we can't afford Molly. She's Sugden. still alive. Look, yeah, we can't yeah. afford Molly Sugden. Yeah. I mean, you, I, yeah. I suppose that's a mercy that Molly Sugden oh, that was never in Doctor Who. Look what the Sidemen have done to my Or John Inman. Um, actually, yeah. Yeah, John Inman, he never appeared. Can you imagine... Can Are you, you now... being exterminated? Actually, brilliant. There we go. Yeah. Can you imagine... Uh, can you imagine Alien? Instead of Dallas, we had Beryl Reed. Beryl Reed with her collar up. I'm not going into that uh, air duct. <laughs> my oh. knees will never take it. Yeah. I have written about this whole I love scene. I she puts her collar up to make her look tough. Uh, it's it's ridiculous. I've put for all this nonsense with her and her crew on the bridge. This is so tomorrow, people. And yeah. I can see Beryl Reed in the tomorrow people, but please don't put her in Doctor Who. What's, what's really sort of sad as well is um, Eric Sayward's written his, his most hard guy dialogue for the captain hasn't he yeah. she struts in and it's Beryl I'll Reed. tell you mister when you're, and it's oh it's just oh terrible um the, the freighter crew are, are pretty dire in it the, the the traitor guy is terrible yeah um and uh the the second in command is probably the best of the three but still not great um it yeah it yeah Beryl Reed oh no did we ever get a Beryl Reed action figure what, and would you have bought it if there was from. one? No, probably not. No. The next thing I've written in my notes Doxy is... I'm sure she got a cover. She was on a cover. Yeah, I remember yeah. it. Um, and maybe that's the one where maybe maybe think, no, I'm not going to watch this story. Yeah. It uh, could be. I've put David Banks, and then in quotes, he must suffer for our he past... Must suffer. Suffer. Oh, so dear. Isn't that an emotion? Fuck off. That's yeah. rubbish. The rubbish uh, reawakening Cybermen, that, they're just in like plastic bags for some reason. Yeah, it doesn't work. I will, uh, one thing I will praise this story to help for, the music is amazing. Yeah, the music's all right. the Cyber March. Yeah, and, and, and that amazing. Cyber March, you say Cyber March, it's good to actually see eight costumes, eight Cybermen yeah. all walking along together. Because these are all brand new, so they haven't started all falling apart. Like yeah. It's like the they Blake Seven be. Federation Troopers, isn't yeah, it? You look, watch the first episode. Great. They um, look great, yeah. I, I do, it lets it down a little bit, because obviously, I know we've been bemoaning uh, David Banks now, but obviously the others have just, they've hired extras. And there's there's a couple of scenes where they're, they're spying on the Cybermen, and it just looks like they're gossiping. Mm. It's like, what's happening with these Cybermen? Um, but yeah, the, the, doctor, the doctor has worked out that the signal for the bomb has come from this freighter. It's come a long way, hasn't it? Mm. If the Cybermen can activate things from across the galaxy, I don't know why they're skulking about doing this sort of thing. And uh, yeah, they so so the Doctor takes the TARDIS and 
we finally get lots of people on the TARDIS, don't we? All the troopers phone yeah. in, um, takes them to the freighter, and the Doctor and Adric decide to go and have a, a scout round, um, and, yeah, find dead bodies. But why are the Cybermen killing the freighter crew? Because at this point, they, they want them to be kept secret. Yes. Um, I don't get it. But, yeah, the episode, the end of episode two... Is terrible because um, I don't know what the, the traitor's name is. I've forgotten already. No, I've forgotten. Uh, but he jumps out, then he puts his gun, and he's he's going to execute them. And he says some terribly oh yeah that... sub macho line. Yeah, yeah. Execution is is yeah. on this ship. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I like the guns. Did Martin Barrow build the guns? Yeah, he made them. Yeah. yeah. They're really nice. Also, yeah. in uh, episode three, he made that thermal lance, which is oh, instrumental cool. of the, um, you know, that moment where the Cyberman gets stuck which, which in the was door. A, yeah, that was a a jaw-dropping moment. Then doesn't work quite so well repeated viewings because you can see what is it. But at the time, I remember, like, I just turned to my dad, and dad turned to me, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" Yeah, that's a that's a very good notion. Yeah. Although shortly after that, when the door blows up and it's yeah. just it, <laughs> it's you, polystyrene, you can just see it's polystyrene. Yeah. yeah, that's not good. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, the the, the cut a long story short. Uh, yeah, the sidemen decide to take over the freighter, so the doctor holds himself up on the bridge and barricades it off. But like you say, the sidemen get in. We get some nice battle scenes. Um, some nice camera angles as well. Um, some good direction in this one. I quite like um, that mirror effect where they've split yeah, the yeah. screen into three to make it look like there's more than there's eight Cybermen. Yeah. Um, yeah, and with the music, it all works really well. Uh, we get the, the Doctor, obviously the Cyber Leader finally meets the Doctor and uh, we get that classic scene where he, the Doctor for some reason says, uh, what is it, eat, eat in a nice... A, a well-prepared meal. meal. The pleasure yeah. of a well-prepared meal. Mm. What was he hoping for? And the side man would go, you're right, Doctor. <laughs> I want an excellent meal. I, yeah, I, I don't know what he was aiming at. But the, again, the side leader effortlessly sort of proves the Doctor wrong by threatening Tegan. And the Doctor says, no, it's actually a strength. It's like, is it though? No. Because <laughs> he, just, he just did what he said he would do. He worked it out. Um, but yeah, they they uh, we get some really good stuff. Uh, some really good scenes between them. But they like, say marred a little bit by um, the over the top silent screen hand waving. Mm. Um, I tell you what, I don't like, and this is going to be uh, um, a, a thread all through these stories. Is you know the Cybermen have gone way down the the list of uh, frightening, threatening powerful uh, well, creatures worse, because that that they're just total wimps in this they're yeah. taken out by um you know the people on the freighter so easily well, yeah the, tr- the trouble is these um these fight scenes although at the time I, I remember thinking oh they're good they're so static because of course the none none of these uh, effects were put in post-production they were laid in in the studio so you had to be in precise location, which meant you couldn't move much. So they're incredibly static battles. But it's yeah, the the Cybermen start being killed off, and we get Cybermen leaking fluid and things like that. And that just gets worse and worse as we go on, doesn't it? Because mm-hmm. I think again, JNT was like, oh, people like the Cybermen being destroyed. 
hold my beer. Oh yeah. blimey! Yeah, and that's a that that that's an ongoing thing in all these stories. Is that yeah. stupid cry the Cyberman yes. will give out every time he's shot? <laughs> yeah, hmm. it um, it does diminish them. Um, like I say I think it works for this story, but once they once they've taken over freighter, the Cybermen don't really do anything. No, they're no. sort of they're out of the story at that point. Um, because the, the the doctor they they're going to use the 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 uh, the um, freighter to crash into the planet, so they send all their troops back into hibernation. They're on the freighter. Yeah. They're just going to throw their army away. Yeah. I can't understand Adric, right? Yeah, I can't um, understand him. <laughs> um, to get control of the freighter, he's got yeah. to solve logic puzzles. Why? Yes. So the Cybermen doesn't sound like a very Cyberman y thing to do. So Cybermen have have set the freighter on the direct course for Earth and locked the controls off. And Adrit thinks that if he can solve the logic problems, he can free I suppose realistically now what he's doing is trying to guess their password, isn't it? Uh, maybe. So I think he's typing in Cyber One. Right? Cyber one two three. No, it didn't work. Cyberman rule no it didn't work. Blah, blah, blah. Didn't work. Yeah, I think he's trying all these different passwords and he just doesn't get it. My my favourite bit, though, and uh, Peter Davison laughs at it on the commentary, is Ma- Matthew Waterhouse knows that the console is... Oh, yes. <laughs> he's meant to gingerly type in. He, do- like, he doesn't Ooh. even type. His fingers yeah. don't touch that board. But what yeah, I don't understand is, is this whole <laughs> thing that the, the, the Cybermen have... Um, They've made it so that the ship will go through a time warp. Yes. And wherever the ship goes, the Earth will be destroyed. No matter what time, the Earth's going to be yeah. destroyed. But why is the do- Doctor worried about the The Earth can't have been destroyed because wherever they've gone in the past... Ah, but we, we, we hit the Blin, Blinovich limitation effect, don't we? Because um, like in, uh, in Periods of Mars, where Sarah says the very same thing, and the Doctor goes... Do we know that Earth's there in 1980? I think I think the idea is that whilst the adventure's happening, anything could happen. Otherwise, yeah, you. That's that's why, when you've got time travel, galaxy-threatening threats or planet-threatening threats don't matter because you know it's not going to be gone. Yeah, um, I suppose. Yeah, so I think you just have to sort of accept that one. Um, I don't. I don't understand the Cybermen's reasoning because they because the doc, uh, the doctor goes, oh, it's heading back towards. It's heading backwards in time, and the Cybermen are like, excellent. It will kill them before we say. But your future's going to change. Yes. So I don't know quite why they're so blasé about it. Um, but then after it started travelling backwards in time, the Cybermen then evacuate the freighter. So are they evacuated in the past? And there were a load of Cybermen past going, oh, that was yeah. stupid. So they're the, they're the earliest ever Cybermen. Yeah. You say they um, escape, it's a blink and you miss it, but that's a Bill Pearson creation, that little escape pod. It? Uh, and it's brilliant. I've got a photo and I'll put it on Facebook. Yeah, the um, <laughs> It's it's Tamiya Agogo when you look um, at it. The amount of Tamiya parts on that little escape pod is amazing. And, um, yeah, so so everyone else escapes, but Adric decides to to remain... Because uh, he thinks he can fix it, but unfortunately, one wounded Cyberman is there and shoots his console, 
Uh, and um, that's it. Adric crashes in to the earth, killing the dinosaurs. You've um, you've you've uh, omitted one thing, which I thought was hilarious. Um, it's pointed out on one of the extras. When the Doctor has the final battle with the Cyber Leader and he's yeah. tussling with him, David Banks's battery pack, which was sticky sticky tape to the side of the helmet, it actually falls down into his chin area. Oh, so you and you can it. see the battery pack on the other side of his clear chin. Yes. Oh, no. I think that, isn't that why in um, the five Doctors they sprayed him? Silver or something. They've frosted them. I think they've sprayed them from the inside for some reason. I don't know. Because, yeah, uh, the actor's face was uh, painted silver and then they uh, covered it with cling film. So maybe they didn't have enough cling film on the day. There 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 were some really funny shots of David Banks and Mark Hardy with the helmets off, isn't there? Where they've got silver chins, blacked out panda eyes. Yeah. Very glamorous being side man. But, yeah, the, the... the doctor kills the Cyberman by rubbing Adric's badge into its breathing unit. Again, the start of the misunderstanding that gold kills them rather just plates their breathing units. Yeah. Uh, and it just gets worse and worse after. This This is the pinnacle, I think, of the 80s Cybermen. It's all downhill from here. Um, but we do get that very which feels very, very soap-like, uh, no-end-credit music. Well, they copied that from Coronation Street, didn't they? Uh, because somebody they died Jim, in the Rover's yeah. Return and it finished silent, and John Nathan Turner liked that, so... Yeah, but he had to really fight for it, didn't he, he said. Mm. Um, the people were like, no, 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 you're not doing any of that cavalier behaviour on our channel. Yeah, but if they <laughs> had the end music, that's a bit, a bit too jolly, isn't it? it is. After... I think that's probably the why they were worried, weren't it? Although, to be fair, was anyone in the audience upset? I were you remember. cheering? I, at the time, I, yeah, I was like, oh, thank God he's gone. <laughs> I really, I, I had no feelings whatsoever for for the character. I thought it was a terrible character, terribly acted. And it was like, good, he's gone. Finally, we can, it's a less crowded TARDIS. We'll get better scenes with the companions. Oh, dear. Yes. Yeah, uh, yep, so that, that, that's one story down. And I thought what yes. we'll do is, as we finish the story, we'll do our voting, and then at the oh, end okay, we'll yeah. put them all in the uh, caravan park. So, yeah. all right then, off we go with Earthshock. Then, um, <coughs> what do you think of the design of them? Um, I, I love this design. I, I think it's great. Um, it's not my favourite Cybermen design, but I think they did a sterling job with what they had. Um, I, I miss... The, the pistons and that on the, the arms and legs uh, but they went with wiring showing and that and it, it gives them a more organic feel which again gets worse as we go on but for this one design wise nine for me a nine really like them, yeah. I gave them eight and a half right so that's 8.75 and how effective are these um, I, I I know I know you have a, a few issues with uh, uh, with David Banks. He's more rhyming slang to me than an yeah, actor. <laughs> um, I, I don't mind him in this one. I, I think this is sort of fits the story. It fits the overblown way everyone else is talking. Um, and it's quite a nice, everyone else is gung-ho macho except the Doctor and the TARDIS crew. Um, 
and I, I think the Cybermen are are scary again. Even though they're easily destroyed, they are scary again. So uh, again, I'm going to give them a nine. A nine. Yeah, I, I like Earthshock. I think it's a good, good one. Oh well, sorry, Ian, but oh, I no. I gave him the, I gave it a five. Wow. Because I that, really don't. I, of David Bowie, so. Yeah, mainly. And the others weren't much better. So, all right. So that's a seven. All right. No read. <laughs> Thank God we didn't vote on her. Yeah. You know, old, old um, Lee, what's his face? Um, you know, might have a companion in his yeah. uh, in his I trailer. Think, yeah, Lee John. Clean yeah. up after yourself, Lee. I mean, um, what we should do uh, for one of our um, patrons, we should do top five starship captains. From across the board. That's not a bad idea. I like that. That'd yeah. Yeah. All right. So we'll round things up. So, that so that's seven point nine, right? Seven point nine. Earthshock okay. Cybermen get seven point nine. All right. So with that, we move on to our next story uh, in in the saga, um, the Five Doctors. This is not the Doctor. Take him. I've been looking for you. Him. I'm here as your friend. Who are you? I am the master and your loyal servant. I do not believe your lies. What I've said is the truth. We've all been sent here for the same reason. To fight? To destroy each other, for the amusement of the Time Lords. But you don't have to play their game. You can defeat them, gain your revenge. But only with my help. Explain. Close by there's a tower. A fortress of your enemies, the Time Lords. It's well defended. But I can help you break in. And what do you ask in return? My life. My freedom. A chance to share in your revenge. To destroy the Time Lords. Guard him. Leader. You will allow him to guide us to this tower. He is an alien. Aliens are not to be trusted. It is not necessary to trust him. Will you give him his freedom? Promises to aliens have no validity. When the tower is in our hands, he will be destroyed. Yes, which we've never covered before, which is amazing. No, I, I, and I don't know when we're going to actually no. do it properly. Is it when we talk about the 80s master, or is it another threat in him? Probably the 80s master, or perhaps we could Isn't it Barusa? Isn't Barusa the Barusa's, bad guy behind yeah. it? Yeah, so probably it could be when we do him, or perhaps we just do another special for the, the five doctors. Is Baru- but Barusa's in the 70s and 80s, isn't he? Yes, he, he starts off in... Uh, Deadly Assassin, isn't Deadly he? Deadly Assassin. Yeah. And then he's in every Time Lord one going forwards until uh, Five Doctors. So he could be a subject of his own special. He could be, yeah, special he's a multi-doctor yeah. adversary. Uh, yeah. Always played by different actors as well. He regenerates yeah. a lot. It must be, it must be dangerous being a, an old man on Gallifrey, isn't it? He must just constantly mm. trip, trip down the stairs or something. Um but yeah, five doctors. I'm presuming we're not going to go through the entire plot. We're no, just we're just looking at the Cybermen yeah. in this tale. Yeah. Um, this this is a this is one where, as we said before in Earthshock, they made eight new, lovely, pristine cyber suits, and that's the reason the Cybermen feature so heavily in this, um, because they had those suits available, and again, they're quick and easy to do. Because with otherwise, we'd have probably got. 
because there was meant to be a sequence with some autons, there was meant to be a sequence with other um, sort of recurring monsters, but in the end they went with, oh, we've got the Cybermen, let's just bone them in all over the place. Well, they're also handy to... Um, yeah, but also, you know, they're filming in Wales, aren't they? And, yes. you know, um, they, they dress suitably for the appalling yeah. weather by the looks of it. Well, ideally, they in moon boots, aren't they? Yep. So um, in this tale, they're first seen by the second Doctor. He's there yes. with the Brigadier. I don't know what on earth that Cyberman is doing the other side of that wall, because that's sort of like knee height to the Brigadier, and he sticks his hand yeah. through the wall. Do you imagine, like, the Cyberman is going... Scout 1, go and check out the Dark Tower. Scout 2, hide behind that wall, just in case. Oh, and put your best jeans on. I love that. that it's like, it's so obvious that the person behind that wall is wearing jeans. <laughs> Cyber jeans. Um, but yeah, it, we first see an arm coming through. I don't know whether they thought it would be surprising. Are we meant to go, wonder who that was? Well, no, because we've just seen one in the fog. The doctor yeah. goes, what's that over there? And you can plainly see it's a Cyberman. Yeah. But he doesn't seem to. Uh, I, seem I quite to like the uh, again a little thing. But when when the doctor's knocking her out the cyber arm with the pipe, they actually put some foley on it, so it sounds like it's yeah. a pipe hitting metal. And that was a nice touch, not normally something Doctor Who would do. Um, but yeah, the, the second Doctor doesn't really recognise. You'd think he, of all the Doctors, he would recognise the Cybermen the most. Mm. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, he doesn't recognise it. Um, it's totally and utterly ridiculous. The next time we see them, the fifth Doctor and, and the Master are talking. Yeah. This Cyberman wanders round the corner. No one sees him. He goes, ah, and I wanders away. Not noticed by Tegan yeah. or Susan at all. That's the worst. I mean, they cut out the special edition, didn't they, thank God. But it's the worst cyber line ever. He comes out and he goes, ah. ah. <laughs> like, what? That's not very logical behaviour. And then they manage to creep up on... Uh, the Doctor and the Master, um, and it's like they're, they're bright silver people on a on Snowden. Like, yeah, they're pretty. <laughs> yeah, one of the companions all of a sudden just goes, "Look out, Cybermen!" Yeah, mm. um, yeah uh, it's it's all a bit. It, the, a lot of this um, location footage feels a little bit made up, doesn't it? Like they got there and went, oh. We haven't really got the what we wanted, so the side men are going to have to walk slowly towards the doctor from quite a distance. Mm. You know, um, but yeah, it's it, it's nicely atmospheric, but I yeah. wish it had been a different a different monster. Well, you know, it's Wales. You should have had the old uh, Yeti in there. Yeah, trying to well, we get on. one. We get one Yeti, but there's so many things they could have done. Yeah. Imagine the Zabi kicking about. That would have been. there. Um, so, yeah, the master's captured, and he says, yeah. you know, he's there to help them. You know, he's their loyal servant, and he'll yeah. give them revenge against the Time Lords. The, Why yeah. do the Cybermen need revenge well, against the Time Lords? I don't get this, though, either, because the, 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 uh, Barossa says at the end um, about the time scoop, that, that, or the Doctor, that someone does in it, says... Um, uh, that's the reason we never used the Daleks and the Sidemen. They were too good. So <laughs> these, these are not kicking about from previous. These The Barossas brought these Cybermen here. Yeah. So how do they even know they're on Gallifrey? Hmm. They don't seem very surprised when the Master sort of says, yeah, you get your revenge on the Cybermen, uh, on the Time Lords. 
Yeah, why do they care? Wouldn't they just want to go home? They also seem to expect the Doctor to be there as well. Yeah. Well, I think if you're defeated by the Doctor as many times as the Cybermen are, it's inevitable. I reckon you, you, you expect him everywhere. It's like, just nip down the shops, you expect him to... Yeah, you get a parking out. ticket, yeah. you expect the Doctor to have done Doctor. it. Um, <coughs> I mean, and if we go, if we end up Doctor carrying on for much longer, it'll turn out that everyone in the universe is the Doctor. Mm. So could, they might know what they're talking about. Um, yep. But yeah, the, the Master... This is my this is my sort of thing with this story. I love I love it for nostalgic reasons. This story, but the Cybermen are thick as short planks mm -hmm. in this. It really diminishes them. They have no both, threat. Yeah, there is no, no sense of threat. They're just yeah. that, that, they're just dumb, stupid creatures. Yeah, yeah bumbling they, around. They, and I love yeah. I do like how they're picked off by that robot. That robot yes. is cool. I like that robot. Yeah, I, I have my. What's the problem? What, what problem do you have with the it's robot? A man in a leotard. <laughs> yeah, but I like I the mean, way he jumps up and yeah. disappears. That's that's a nifty idea. I, that's quite clever. It doesn't work when they say, "Oh, he moves so fast." It's like, yeah, that, that's not moving fast. That's a jump cut. Mm. Um, but my problem with it was, I saw him and I thought, "Oh, it's the android from Earthshock, in a different colour. It'll be helping the Cybermen. Why do they go with exactly the same design?" Hmm. Yeah, very, very. So again, I know the budget ran out and it was quick to do. Um, but can you imagine if had they had the money that this wasn't this wasn't a man in a leotard jumping about on fanny about on a Welsh hill? Say it had been something like uh, uh, the ABC Warriors, you know, mm -hmm. like Hammerstein mm -hmm. bashing his way. That would have been great. But yeah. no, it's a man in a leotard. Um, and I love the fact the Doctor recognises it. It's a Maston warrior robot, the most dangerous fighting machine in the galaxy. We've never met before. No. Can't be that famous. Or since. Yeah. But we get... We also get... Because I'm just trying to think there's, what, there are four plot elements to Cybermen? Because we got the Cybermen that are spending three hours putting a bomb outside the TARDIS <laughs> for no readily apparent reason. And I love it when it goes off and disappears and the Cybermen are like, just standing about they don't know what's going on. Same when the, the master and the doctor disappears, and and they just they start looking around. It's like, what? They're idiots. Mm -hmm. They really under underplayed their intelligence. Uh, and then we get the sequence, yeah, the the Raston warrior robot sequence, which was um, actually directed by J and T, wasn't it? He directed this sequence. Did he? Uh, I yeah, didn't know that. And, oh yeah, it's the only thing he directed. Fair dude does a bang up job. It's a great sequence. Unfortunately, it does diminish the Cybermen because they're so easy. Not one of them gets a shot off. No. You know, but, you know, it's like, like I said before, it was like uh, the fans really enjoyed when the Cybermen got blown up in Earthshock. Let's, Let's do a whole blow them up again. of it. Yeah. Well, this time we get a vomiting Cybermen. Yeah. That's that Stuart Fell. Is it? That's Stuart Fell, and he's spitting out cold tea. Oh. That's his vomit. Is cold tea. Was it? Was it actually an outtake? And he, no one put sugar in it. <laughs> I can't do this. Yeah. Um, we get arms chopped off, heads chopped off. Yeah. Arrows going through them. It's a great sequence. I remember as a, like I say watching it originally, thinking this is great. This is amazing. Um, and then uh, taping it off the telly on our brand new top loader, <laughs> and uh, watching it endlessly, just watching it and rewatching it and watching it. So, how are they doing this? These amazing effects. Um, but yeah, then we we also get the sequence uh, 
where, which again shows them so stupid, where the master leads them across that chessboard. Oh dear. Um, which is just terrible. Um, and the way they die is just, yeah, don't, don't fall over. I'll gently lay myself on the floor. Otherwise the fiberglass will cut me to ribbons. <laughs> and the, the, the crap video effects yeah, as they're shot. Terrible. It's terrible. Um, so yeah, it's very cyber heavy, but not in a good way. I would love to have seen other other creatures. Just have the Cybermen in one bit rather than all of them. Um, but yeah, they're, they're just idiots in it. What about if there had been a, a a 1980s story where the Master properly was in league with the Cybermen? Well, I think that would have worked really well because we never really got that, did we? We never got the Master... We had him working with the Daleks and the Ogrons, and but it would have been nice to have him working with the Cybermen. Hmm. Perhaps they cybertize bits of him, you know, and that would be good. Yeah, but we didn't get that. No, no, we got fannying about in Wales. Right, this fannying about in Wales yeah. version of the Cybermen, we got to vote on them then. This, this is difficult because realistically nothing's changed much since the design it's the same cyber suits but the the like you say they fogged the the um gyms yep. which i think diminishes it and they're starting to come apart we're only like two one the second story that these suits have appeared in they're starting you look at them they're starting to get a little bit tatty um so although I, I, I think the design is still great, it's the same Earthshock design which I gave 9 to, um, the fact that they they removed the chin, uh, I'm going to drop it down to uh, 8. Well, that's what, I, yeah, I dropped down half yeah. a point to 8, so that's 8 yeah. for designing. How effective? This, I mean, this, before you this, said yeah, 9, yeah. before, yeah. for Earthshock. Well, this, this is a difficult one for me, because, like I think you said just now, they're not scary at all. They're no threat, and this is this is the start of the end of the Cybermen. I think for me that it was nice to see them, but they're they're constantly massacred. They're constantly shown. I mean, the fact that they fall for the Masters. Mm, yeah. I'm going to out, I'm going to trick you guys. He might as well have been twirling his moustache. Although I love Amy in this story, he's great. But why did the Cybermen fall for this? Mm. Um, they're, they're idiots in it. So I I can only. I can only. I like the sequences, but their effectiveness drops down to a six for me. A six. Well, I drop from a five to a four yeah. because they are worse than before. All right. So that's a five. All right. So that is a final of six point five. And for the did five. you also say we're doing the Raston? Oh, were we? I, don't, I can't remember whether you said it. Or no, not. I didn't. But we could. Yeah, uh, it's not really an adversary no, of the Doctors, it's an adversary of the Cybermen. Yeah, we won't... We won't, we won't uh, Maybe we'll vote on that when we come back to yeah. the story. How about yeah. that? Well, perhaps we should vote on all of... all the villains in it. That could be a special in itself. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a special special. Yeah. Alright, so uh, that's five Doctors, so we... Hooray! Go back to old Colin, don't Colin, we? For yeah, Attack, Attack of the Cybermen. Of the Cybermen. Right. And I'm just beginning to find out about you. Did you put the sonic lance to good use? I did. Why didn't you say something? Now you must kill me. Oh, I can help you. Hang on. Uh, the 
drug is affecting my brain. Irreversible damage. I'm the doctor. I'll tell you if it's irreversible or not. I just hang on. I did my best. I kept my word. I know. Please, doctor. Kill me. Move away from him, doctor. Emotion is a weakness. I don't think so. It brought you back for your friend, and it will cost you your life. Um, I, which we've covered in depth. Yeah, we're not going to talk so much about yeah. like we did with Earthshock. Yeah. Um, but it is bloody good to see Colin and Nicola and Brian, oh. of course, again. Yes, it is. Revisiting this was a joy. I, I love this story. I know it's got plot holes galore in it. It doesn't make a lot of sense when you think about it. But I do love this story. I remember, uh, as I said before, this this was a season where I um, I did like you used to do. I copied the soundtracks onto C60s. And I would just endlessly listen to them in the car, uh, you know, on my uh, Walkman. So I, the soundtrack of this I know off, sort of almost off by heart. I really love this story. I think it's great. It, like I say, it doesn't hold up much plot-wise. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's bags of atmosphere. Yeah, um, especially episode one. Yeah, episode one is great. We 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 see a, a couple of new types of Cybermen, don't we? We see them in the dark, dingy sewers. The the one that's that's painted black. That's great. Why does Cybermen never use camouflage before? Well, I, that's my written-down question. Has anyone ever given an explanation why there are black Cybermen down in the sewer? Is it just a very dirty sewer? Well, perhaps, perhaps it's not especially camouflage. He fell over. Hmm? No one wanted to polish his helmet for him. Um, I presume it's... To, I, I mean, I don't know why they're wandering about in the sewer. We said that on the thing. I don't quite know why they need protection down in the sewers. Why they're killing people. Just hide behind your wall. You're fine. No, yeah. no one expects you to be there. Um, but I do like the... the uh, the sort of matte black Cyberman. So all that works. Can you imagine a camo Cyberman in the jungle? Mm. That would be good. Um, no, no, it, it, <laughs> it is an interesting concept. I've never seen anyone, you know, take their Cyberman outfit and spray it matte black. No. Um, but it, it would save you having to worry about it getting scuffed and and what have it you. Would, yeah, it would be an easier one. It's easier to disguise, you know, like you say, damage in that being black than it would be being bright silver. Yeah. Um, you said earlier yeah. about aren't Cybermen meant to be emotionless, but yeah, yeah. this this cyber leader, <laughs> it, um, he's shown bags of emotion. He seems oh, quite God, impressed yeah. when he finds out where Lytton comes from, this planet of mercenaries yeah. where Lytton comes from. Five, yeah. He, yeah, he's... I, don't, I think, you know, when they um, cyber-tized him or whatever you call it, I think they missed out on the remove his emotions. And he's just having a whale of a time, isn't he, this cyber leader? He's yeah. just, yeah, he's very impressed by, by Lytton. I think uh, between scenes he asked him for an autograph, I reckon, didn't he? <laughs> Listen, will you sign my Panini book of cyber villains? Yeah. Could um, yeah, you, you say these. That, that's one of the problems visually I've got with this story is just the t just dreadful effect they've put on people to make you believe that they are half Cybermen. You've got these bods, yeah, you know, um, standing up and then at the end, Litton. It's just, yeah. no, it's Perhaps rubbish. Have, I've not scored that 
the, the half done one. No, yeah, we won't look, do the half one. They look terrible. They they look like they've just gone to Tandy and bought a load of spare parts and stuck them on a, an old boiler suit. Uh, at no point do you think these people are halfway through being turned into Cybermen. Mm. Um, terrible effect. Um, the other thing, the other <laughs> the elephant in the room, of course, the uh, Cyber Controllers back from Tomb. Uh, played once again by Michael Kilgariff. Yep, and um, this is the same cyber yeah. controller. He yes, got better, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting that he's still playing it like he did in the 60s with very jerky movements, which just stands out from the, the David Banks style of, yeah. of uh, stuff. Also, it has to be said, <laughs> not fat shaming or anything, but he is a little bit Portly. He is the fat controller. Yeah, he is, yeah. There's a, the, my favourite line ever when uh, I know he says it's a fat controller, but it sounds <laughs> just like it's a fat controller. Oh boy, like, yes, yes. yes. During his recovery, he's uh, he's piled on the pounds, hasn't he? Has, he? Yeah. What um, do you think? Initial thoughts on this? You know, domey, top to the head, no I, handle face. I don't like it. I think the the original, the Earthshock style of design was was so well done that just by plonking a big brain case on it, it doesn't really work for me. But what especially doesn't work is no chest unit again. Because, um, again, it just makes him... I wonder if they were going to put a chest unit on him and it it sort of rubbed against his belly. Mm. Do you reckon? Maybe. Um, <laughs> it was horizontal. But, yeah. I mean, he's, he, I like Michael Kilgariff. He's, you know, he, he sounds good and he's... Um, He's imposing, he's tall, but I'm not entirely sure it was a good meal other than to, again, please the fans, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so so not not one of the uh, episode strengths, I don't think. No. Um, I do love the sequences on externally on Telos when, uh, like, Razor Eddie is knocking that head off the side. Yeah, but with one swipe. I mean, these are meant to be like Terminators, and with one swipe they knock a hand off, then they knock a head off, you know? But they, they're cybernized as well, aren't they? So they've oh, got cyber limbs. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, oh, so I th- right, I, okay, I, I'll take that back. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, that's fine. Cybermen battling Cybermen, yeah. Um, unfortunately, again, it's the, the steady creep of the we want to see Cybermen being destroyed type trope. Yeah, um, with that cry. Yeah. I, I, I question as well that uh, when... when Razor Ed, his little mate, is saying, uh, why do we need a helmet? And he, he goes, as a disguise. And it's like, but you've got none of the other stuff. No, I, no. I mean, are the Cybermen that stupid? That I think they are. Them? I mean, this is yeah. the level they are now. We've just yeah. seen them in Five Doctors, bloody stupid. It's the same lot, isn't it? Yeah, same, same logic. Um, Cybermen have got time travel capabilities now. Yeah, they... Captured. Point, captured a time device. Captured a time device. Before we find out that, though, we've got that rubbish ambush in the TARDIS where the Doctor comes oh, in, yeah. doesn't seem to use his peripheral vision. No one um, no yeah. in Doctor Who has peripheral vision. No. We've established that. They, yeah. yeah, this is a terrible sequence. Again, I, 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 I think I've read somewhere that this is 10 o'clock filming, isn't it? This is oh, they were rushing, rushing it. Yeah, because we get that. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, I do like someone's actually calculated, haven't they? And uh, one of the same men is left in the TARDIS or something. They don't <laughs> still wandering nothing. around. Yeah, still wandering around. Um, and we get, uh, yeah, we get gunfire in the TARDIS. 
which everyone went, well, you can't do that. Yeah. It's, got a, it's in a state of temporal grace. It's the way the Cyberman stands there and lets yeah. the gun be put to its face before yeah. being shot. Again, though, it's he's hit his mark too early and he can't move oh, yeah. because he knows he's got to be there for them to overlay the effect onto. Yeah. Um, oh, it's all think, crap. Yeah. All the it's gestures very, very as he's dying, the, the stupid cry again. Yeah. The crap killing of Terry Malloy. That, that oh, was God, terrible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it, like I say, this story does have faults. Yeah, but one I, of the is, it's, it's a guilty pleasure for me. I the beginning is good, yeah. but you say yeah. faults. One of the faults oh, in this story for me is the bloody cryons. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're a big, again, stunt casting. So, light entertainment people again. Yeah. Because um, one of these Faith was Brown, be, it was meant to be Q Stark, wasn't it? Yeah, and we've got Faith um, Brown instead. Faith Brown and Sarah Green. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, you, know, you yeah. know full well that Sarah Green was cast. I mean, I don't think she's an actress, but you know she was cast because they would get free um, Saturday Superstore time. Yeah. And that's, again, very, very um, calculated. Calculated, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and you get column inches with Faith Brown because she was big at the time. Yeah, um, yeah. The cryons don't work for me. They work much better on audio. If you just listen to it without seeing. Yes, I suppose. I suppose they, they work better. Luckily, the if you whole, don't vote the, yeah. for them. No, the whole um, history of Telos is rewritten, isn't it? It's yeah. now not a cyber planet. It's the Cyberman Cayman. Because because they had like basically uh, B Jam freezer centers all over the planet. And the <laughs> we need cold for some reason. Um, yeah, very muddied, it, and it just it descends into a, a right bloody mess at the end when you've no idea what's happening. That shootout is really oh, badly awesome, staged. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so bad. And, and, it's, and nice, it's nice. I know Colin likes it because um, he finally gets to fire a gun and that and kill a cyber leader. But was that the best take? It certainly wasn't of that cyber controller. The way yeah. he he falls over like that is is awful. The fact that one of them gets killed by his own man because he swings round and shit, it's like, mm, they're idiots. Yeah. And they're, again, not really much of a threat. This is a sliding yeah. scale we're on today, it isn't it? Is, yeah, it certainly is. All right, well, let's vote. Uh, if, if, I thought we would do the Cybermen and the controller separately. So if we yes. could do the Cybermen first. So basically, <laughs> it's the same ones as Five Doctors, except now they've totally painted the chin, haven't they? They yeah, haven't frosted yeah. it no, at all. No, it's not frosted. It's been totally painted out. The suits, you can see the suits are starting to come apart at the seams, um, these uh, flight suits. Um, to the point where, for the next story, they just got rid of them all together because mm. they were so tatty. So yeah, they're starting to look a, a bit shop-worn. Um, the over-the-top gesturing has gone a bit over-the-top. Um, so I'm gonna, for design on this, I'm gonna give them six, six and a half, I'll give them. Six, okay, and I gave them a seven. So that is 6.75, all right. And how effective is this <coughs> lot? I say, episode, if it was just on episode one, I think they're really effective. And I do like the, the Talos sequences externally in episode two, but it all becomes a, a bit of a mess 
their plan doesn't make much sense. And again, they're not really... Once I leave Earth, they're not frightening at all. Nope. The, the Cybermen work better on Earth, don't they? I think that's what we're coming to learn. Um, so effectiveness for this, this... I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to drop down to a five for effectiveness, very middle of the way. Okay, I've dropped down another point as well, yeah. to a three. Okay, so that's a four. Okay, so let me just get my calculator and divide that. So that is a 5.4. So we're definitely on a sliding scale yeah, downwards. Returns, Does the controller um, bring things back up a bit, though? Because that's a 5.4 for your regular Cybermen. But what about the fat controller? So I'm you're not, not a fan a of the fan. design, are you? No, I, 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 I don't like. I mean, I, to be fair, I wasn't overly. I prefer a normal Cybermen to you know the team Cybermen to the team controller. I'm not a great fan of this. I don't know why. We need to say he's got a big brain. He's clever, so he's got to have a big head. It seems very strange. Um, so design-wise, on this, uh, I'm dropping to a five. Oh, is that all? Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not a great fan of it. I, I think it was also a mistake. Perhaps if he wasn't tubby, not that we're saying Sidemen shouldn't be tubby, but where did he get all the food from to put on weight from when he was on Telos? Hmm. Well, I quite like him. I quite like. I, I like him, chubby. He he reminds me of the <coughs> Mike McMahon Cyberman. You know, the junkyard yeah, demon. It's, it's yeah. exact exaggerated proportions. Okay. Oh, I wish we had got that as a cyber design. Maybe in that missing, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, block. That would have been nice. Yeah. All right. So that's six and a half for for his design. How effective is this returning controller? Um. I quite like his his performance is okay. It, like I say, it's weird that they. I don't know whether it must have been a conscious choice to say you're an old Cyberman, so therefore you're mechanized. But then why not bring him back in the old hydraulic mm. style suit? That would have been great. If oh, they'd yeah, have that would have been the original suit. Yeah. He'd yeah. Be getting higher points, I tell you. Oh, that would have been great. That would have been a good thing for the fans, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, especially if they could show a way like. I we should be writing Doc too. So you have a scene where like Litton machine guns a normal Cyberman, kills it, then tries it on the cyber leader and he goes, I think you'll find I'm made of stronger stuff. Yeah. That would have great. It's yeah. like, oh. Then he would have got home one. But unfortunately no, I for Michael Kilgariff's performance alone, vocal performance, which I think is good, I, I'm gonna give it a six. A six. I gave it a five. Yeah. So that's five and a half. Alright. Hang on. Riveting podcasting coming up. <laughs> Hang on a sec. I mean, I think I think we've got a lot of fans that enjoy your calculator work. I'll put up a photo of my calculator one day. Oh, okay, that's a solid six. If anyone can guess what make and model your calculator is, then they'll win a yeah, no prize. Yeah, you win a no prize, yes. Yeah. All right, so that's that. So... I, I have a theory as well. I'm just trying to think. Do you remember when the um, Ultimate Adventure came out? Yeah. Was David Banks between, was in that, wasn't uh, he? Yeah. And I was that between Attack and I'm trying to find a date for it. I remember going to the cinema. Uh, cinema. The um, 1989. So no, it was afterwards. I was thinking. I wonder if that's why we we get new Cybermen for the next one. Perhaps they use the old ones in the. Uh, but they didn't. No, they didn't. So. All right. That's that theory out there. Okay. All right. One last go then. Yeah. And and it's a story uh, we covered not too long ago, Silver Nemesis. Yeah.
a new appearance. Otherwise, our anticipation of your presence has proved entirely accurate. Yes, Silver Nemesis, this was... Um, the anniversary this one. This was the anniversary story. Everyone was looking forward to it. Um, and it was <laughs> the right load of old pony. Because uh, the annoying thing is, it's basically... Um, uh, Remembrance of the Daleks again, isn't it? The yes. whole story. Um, the side, yeah, the Cybermen. I don't know what the Cybermen are doing. I, I think. Did you say that if they were a late addition when someone went? They past were the silver. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So like, well, that, let's put this, no, no, and 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 their reasons are just strange. What do you think of their um, upgrade to their outfits? I really don't like this version. Because they, they're basically, yeah, the, the, the flight suits, the pressure suits had deteriorated to the point where they, they decided to create all new suits. But the material they used couldn't take the silver spray uh, properly. So they, they look like almost charcoal black colours. Yeah, it's sort of like a gum, a matte yeah. gum metal sort of colour, um, isn't it? And evidently it, uh, it rotted the stitching on them. So they had what they called cyber rot. And crotch rot, <laughs> where the, the seams would just start falling apart because <coughs> the the thread, the, the spray paint affected the thread. Um, they've decided to uh, chrome the helmets and chest units, which I think looks awful. Um, we we know of old being modelers, chrome doesn't look good. You know, unless it, you do it, it makes it properly, it, it, it yeah. makes it look cheap. It does. It makes yeah, everything look it, cheap. I think the the only the only stuff that looks chromed and good, and there's a reason because they use Vaseline on the lens, is the Cylons. Yeah. The original Cylons, but uh, yeah, this looks cheap and horrible. Um, and then to top it all off, well, they put them in dairy boots, don't they? I think. Yeah. Uh, and to top it all off, they give them cricketing gloves painted silver. <coughs> what the hell was that about? Uh, it, it's just it's just not good. Yeah. Um, they're still dying in a really bad way. This time from uh, poisoned gold-tipped arrows. Yeah, so, so we've got to the point now where gold will just kill... It. If they're in the proximity of gold, it will cause them to explode. Yeah. I don't know how this works, but yeah, so they get killed by gold-tipped arrows. And then uh, in episode three, Ace fires gold coins at them with a catapult. Yeah, and that's enough and to kill destroy. them. they destroy. Um, awful. It's just awful. David Banks appears to have just given up at this point. Oh, it's all hand in fist acting yeah, now, isn't it? He's, he's, I don't know. This, this is to me, this is his worst performance. Um, and again, they just stand around doing nothing. There's that god awful scene where the um, Flores goes, uh, uh, You are the uh, uh, Ubermensch. And it's like, What? They, they've done nothing. No. And that scene where they're stood in the woods watching stuff. <laughs> and then we also get the awful uh, cyber converts that are just wearing like headphones. They are awful. Um, using oozes. Uh, everything about this We've is got just that rubbish. horrible thing where the doctor comes in and they have that chest thing. Night takes. Da, 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 and, yeah. and, and the cybermen just stand there yeah. and let this fool prance around them. Just shoot him. Yeah, they are totally useless at this point. Um, this this is the last of the, the the last we ever see of the um, Cybermen with characters because when they come back in New Who, of course they're just sold. They're just wind up 
soldiers, aren't they? Yeah. No personality whatsoever. Um, and what a, what a way to go out on. Well, when you look back to, you know, when they started during the second Doctor's tenure, to what it's become now, you know, I've, I've come to the conclusion after watching all these that, you know, I much prefer the Cybermen in comic book form. Yes, I think they work, Cybermen work much better in comic book than they do on telly. Yep. Um, I don't know why. Perhaps they're a better idea than they are executed. The Cybermen work better in memory yeah. than they do when yeah. you're watching it. Because you remember the good bits, you don't remember the prancing about and the stupid plans and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I agree. I think the Sidemen stories generally are quite weak. Yeah. Um, Overrated, I think, the Cybermen. I think, yeah. I think that's our conclusion from all this. Um, will will we uh, think better of them when they do come back in New Who? Well, that's for, a, a, a t- a, for yeah. another day. But we got a vote on these uh, yeah, silver yes. nemesis. So out of uh, out of ten for the design of the um, silver ones. Design wise, they get a poultry three. From uh, me. Blimey, that's low. I I that my I think that possibly my worst. I'm just thinking. Am I there? Yeah, my worst or least favourite cyber design. Okay. Um, Even the wooden ones that come out. In New Who, I think we're better than this. I mean, Do I you remember d- that wooden Cyberman. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, that's that that's still to come. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they've taken a really good design and they've ballsed it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, no, don't don't try chrome plating them. Um, and don't. It must have cost a bit as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I I I don't like it. I I just gave them a five. Yeah. Um, so that's a why, four. Why would you design fingers for yourself that you can't fit into the trigger of your weapon? Mm. And they're just dumb. They're just—they're like ogrons. They're not this totally ruthless, merciless, heartless—you know—killing unit. They're just like ogrons. They're just stupid. They they literally—they're—they're just cannon fodder at this point, aren't they? They're there to be destroyed. Yep. Even the leader is just cannon fodder. All right. So effectiveness of this lot then. Um, this is my like I say my least favourite cyber story. Um, my least favourite version of the Cybermen. Uh, new, I, I'm talking classic Who. I'm sure there's worse in New Who that we'll get to and I've forgotten about. Um, but this gets a, uh, a two for me. It's two from me as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's a three. A final of a three. Mm. It'd be eight. interesting to see. I imagine, I've not looked in depth at it, but I imagine that the 60s were a stronger show in than the. 80s. Well, let's find out. I mean, yeah. from today with the 80s, if we start and go downwards, it goes uh, 7.9, 6.5, Briefly goes back up with the cyber controller with a six, and then plummets down to three. Wow. All right. So we're going to put them in the caravan park now. All right. Okay. So going from the bottom upwards. So Silver Nemesis Cybermen with a three. Is that the lowest? I'm, I'm going up my list and looking... Because I sent you earlier what we voted, yeah. all the past ones, but what I didn't put on that list to you was the uh, the Cybermats. Oh, right. Okay. And that was a question I was going to ask. What do you think if the Cybermats had come back at some point in the 80s? That 
that would have been quite... I mean, it depends on the design. I reckon if they'd have come back in Earthshock, I think if Richard Gregory would have designed them and built them, they, I think they would have been quite good. Mm-hmm. But I do you imagine what they'd have been like in uh, Silver Nemesis? They would have been but yeah, they would have gone out and brought a Tamiya car and sprayed it chrome. Yes. Oh. Yeah, it'd been like something out of Robot yeah. Wars, wouldn't it? Yeah, oh God, yeah, it would, yes. Twat a lot, or whatever his name was. Yeah. <laughs> Twat a lot. All right, so that's a three caravan number three. Okay, the yeah. Silver Nemesis uh, um, um, Cybermen are sharing with the Slitheen. Oh yeah. <laughs> the I Reapers, yeah. Primords, uh, Legend of the Sea Devils, Sea Devils, oh, God. the Gods of Ragnarok, the Planet Supreme Dalek from Planet of the Daleks. And there is a cyber personage in there. Oh, right. Yeah, the Silver Nemesis Cybermen are sharing a caravan with the Cyber Planner from Wheel in Space. Oh, right, the, uh, the plum in a vice. That yes. Like. Well, yep. that's, about, that's about fair, I reckon. All right, so we're going to move further up list. We've got to go to 5.4 for Attack of the Cybermen. Cybermen. I'm just going up, upwards, upwards. Uh, we go up above the floor is the Nazi. He's in three and a half. I'm just going up a bit more, up a bit more, up a bit more. Okay. We're at number 4.25. No sign of any Cybermen yet. Um, up, 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 up. Nope. Nope. Wow. Going up, going up, going up. What What number did I say? 5.4. 5.4. Nope. Still nothing. Still nothing. Still nothing. Right, so I've arrived at 5.4. Yes, so Attack of the Cybermen, right? Yeah. Share a caravan with the Warriors of the Deep uh, Sea Devils. Uh, yeah, about as effective. And here we are, first first sighting of a Cybermat. Oh, right. The Attack of the Cybermen share a caravan yeah. with the Cybermats from Tomb of the Cybermen. Oh, well, at least they'll have a pair. They have, yes. Uh, we'll go up to the next one. That's where we've got the Wheel in Space Cybermen. Are at five and a half. We're going up to six now. Um, then at 5.6, we've got the Cybermat from the Wheel in Space. We're going up. We're going up. We're going up. We're going to six. Here we are. So that was the Cyber Controller, wasn't it, at six? Yes. I've got too many pieces of paper. Yeah, Cyber Controller. He is sharing a caravan with Chassini. <laughs> okay, the Drashigs, okay. uh, the Lava Gun or Lava Gun, Zavi. yeah, Par Clanton, and the regular Daleks from Day of the Daleks. Yeah, I think that's that's sort of fair, isn't it? All right, you okay. Right, we've got to go up to six and a half now for the five Doctors. So I'm going yeah. down the caravan park a bit more. Did I say six and a half? I did, didn't six I? And a half, yeah, sorry, it's been a long day. Um, six and a half. Right. So, Five Doctors is sharing with the Mutts. Oh, yeah. Okay. Kelman. Um, the Carnival Autons. The Marshall. And the Triceratops from Invasion wow. of the Dinosaurs. So, they're sharing with some, some characters from some good stories, but obviously not. No. Not the best. No. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go up. We, we've got to go off to our top one today, which yeah. is Earthshock 
I'm just looking in the caravans as I'm walking down the road. Uh, 6.75, we've got uh, the cyber map from Revenge of the Cybermen um, going up. At 7, we've got uh, the Cybermen from Tomb of the Cybermen are at number 7. 7.13, we've got the Cybermen from Moonbase. Um, and then we're going up, going up, going up. None there, none there. Ooh. Oh, no, there we go. 7.5, we've got the Cybermen from the 10th planet. So they're, they're above the 10th planet one. Moving up. 7.9, right. We've arrived at 7.9. And so we have got Earthshock Cybermen are sharing with Ice Empress Iraxa. Oh, All right. Yep. The Servant of Sutek. Yeah. And Candyman. Why the bloody hell we had Candyman that high? I think it was his voice, wasn't it? Yeah, I think we we like... Perhaps we were high on something. That's mad that we put the Candyman... The Candyman is 7.9. Right. So, yeah, that's 7.9. I mean, at the top, um, it's very rare to have... David Banks wasn't in it. I think Earthshock would have scored high. Yeah, yeah. If it had been like a creepy... Yeah. cyber leader or a menacing cyber leader if it'd been like an alan rickman type yeah. you know yeah there's only one straight out 10 um cyber person in our caravan that's, uh, that's christopher robbie isn't it that's just <laughs> and that's revenge the cyber leader from revenge yeah, yeah. it's just still yeah. my by far my favorite cyberman i think he's great i don't think he's in any danger of having any no. of his cyber mates come visit him at it that end it would be interesting to see, to revisit New Who, I mean, trouble is there's so many of them, but to revisit the New Who Cybermen because they did put a, a large amount of money in. Yeah, I, the, the years, but I just remember it being quite boring. There's a lot of them, and I think what we would have to do when we actually come to doing things like break that is up, yeah. break them up into Cybermen of certain doctors, you know, so you have yes. the David Tennant Cybermen. That's a good idea, yeah, because you know? there are a lot, I seem to remember there are a lot of Cybermen stories. Um, I wonder where the. Do you remember the, the cyber shades that look like little chimpanzees with a cyber mask on? Oh, what? Those hairy yeah. things with yeah. a. Oh, that would crap. <laughs> do you wonder where they'll go? Well, they won't. They won't be bothering the cyber leader from Revenge of the Cybermen. So, I don't so. think so. All right, but that's some long way off in the distance. Yes. All right, um, it won't be coming round next time. We're at this point. We we're not going to do Cybermen twice. Um, all right, so yeah, that's reset. We have reset. We are starting oh, yeah, the show yeah, anew. To, uh, we have uh, regenerated, and we're starting yeah, off again. And it's my turn it's to choice, uh, yeah. to choose what? old uh, Billy. Um, and this is a story I've uh, I've never seen before. Oh. All right. It's a story I've never seen before. And my clue... How did you choose it? Um, because I want to see it, basically. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if there's... Who the adversary is, or even oh, if really? there is an adversary. I mean... Well, it's going to be a quick podcast if there is no adversary, isn't there? We've, we've done a whole podcast That's on true. a switch that was a bit faulty. That's true, actually. You yeah. know? Good <laughs> sure. old days. Do you remember... Remember when uh, we had the highlights of a switch being faulty? Yeah, so I think we can manage. Yeah, no, it um, it's a story I've never seen. I don't know apart from the very basic premise. Uh, what it's, it's a big story. 
a big story. Is it Planet Jones? It is. Hey. Now, is there so, an adversary in there? There is. Well, there's, there's a human adversary. We don't normally cover human adversaries, but we could do that. But we could cover the the, the creatures that, that they come across. All right. Um, but yeah, I think we'll have a lot. I think we'll have a lot to discuss on that. Well, um, there is a precedent to this because we've already voted on a giant fly. That's true. And giant maggots. So, yeah. 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 All I know is it's like Land of the Giants, but done by Doctor Who. Yes, done on a fraction of the budget, and dare I say, possibly slightly better. Um, but that'd be interesting. So, yeah, only three episodes, of course. Oh, is we'll it? We'll have that to discuss. Yeah, it was meant to be four, but they uh, truncated episodes three and four into one. On the DVD, there is a, um, a, a sort of reconstruction of the missing third and fourth episodes set them out, but it is interminable to watch. Oh, is it? So I think we should probably stick to the three-parter. All right, okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I look forward to this. Yeah, It's one I don't watch that often, to be fair, so I think I've only seen it a couple of times. All right, right. Yeah. It's, it, it's always nice to uh, discover a, a Doctor Who yes. I've never seen before. This, so. this of course, was, um, which we'll discuss, this was the very first idea for Doctor Who. What the they that, started, that they, they, yeah, they, they were in this situation? Doctor Who and the Minuscules. It was meant to be. This was meant to be the very first story, but they just couldn't work out a way of doing it, so they put it off and put it off. And then, when season two started, they finally used it. Um, okay. I possibly a sensible move. I don't know because they wanted to show off the the special effects of it. Um, and uh, there's a a, a cat in it. So. A, joy, a giant cat. A giant cat. Well, I suppose a regular-sized cat, because uh, it turns out the dogs were not a shrunk. But <laughs> it's a giant to them. Yeah, it's a giant. Is a giant this a nod person. to the Incredible Shrinking Man? Because there's a giant cat I in that, right, who isn't yes. a giant cat. But yeah, I that was out before they right. made this, wasn't it? So yes. Oh well, yeah, definitely. I think this was possibly based on that being successful that they wanted to do this. Right. Um, okay. But yeah, that, that's a good good choice. That, I think. Oh, that's thank you very much. Choice. Oh, um, I'm off to Amazon now, then. Oh, are you having a go yet? No, 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 not at all. Oh. No, no. All right, OK, well, that will be in That's a week, because we're back into uh, weekly uh, releases. So, yes. yep, see you folks in a week, then. Nice one. Right, cheers, Ian. Thanks, right. Ian. Bye-bye. Bye.